Hello and welcome to Marquette Radio's A&E Breakdown where we talk about the art, entertainment, music, movies, shows and more that we love. My name is Juliana Ukusun. Today I'm here with Emily Sacco to talk about the Netflix show Ozark. Emily is a journalism major here at Marquette. She's a junior and she's the news audio producer for Marquette Radio. Hello, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> so without spoiling anything, can you briefly describe what this show is about? Sure, yeah. So the show essentially, well, it starts off taking place in Chicago. Um, this guy named Marty, he's just a regular family man living in Chicago. Um, he's a financial advisor and he's uh, working at this company. Um, he's pretty close with his boss. They, they kind of run things together almost. Um, but he does end up finding out that um, his boss is running a money laundering business business for the Mexican cartel, and I won't spoil anything, but everything just kind of goes downhill from there. And Marty, we're gonna kill your family and be done with all this madness. Jesus, Marty, he knows the kids' names. He kind of he kind of works out a deal with the cartel where he essentially moves to the Ozarks, which I believe is in Missouri, um, and that's kind of like the base for his business and kind of just continuing to launder money for them. But it's a very interesting show. It's very dramatic, very hard hitting, even from the beginning. Um, I'm only on season two, so I'm not super far into it. Um, but the first season, I just finished up a couple of weeks ago and it was insane. So. Yeah, this is definitely a show for anyone who likes like an intense crime drama. For sure. Even just watching the first episode, like the first 10 minutes, I'm like, what is going to happen? Yeah. Like this seems like just... <laughs> It seems like suits something like yeah just about like some business and then it just all goes down from there yeah so. literally like i don't think i've come across any like slow or boring parts yet mm -hmm. yeah so what is it that you like about the show um i kind of just really like the fact that it throws you into the action immediately um, I think for some shows, context is kind of necessary before you get into it. But with Ozark, they literally just like drop you in the middle of like a pack of wolves pretty much. And you end up finding out the context later on, which is a little bit confusing in the beginning. But honestly, I kind of prefer it that way just because like I really like being engaged with the show at all times. Like it gets really like hard for me to keep watching a show if it gets to like some of the slow parts or like there's just a lot of like boring dialogue mm -hmm. that I don't understand but like this is just like action-packed every single episode there's always something going on and like when you think something goes right it goes wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> so it just kind of always keeps you on the edge of your seat like very jam-packed like I said and just just a super interesting show to watch for anyone who like kind of likes crime stuff but also likes more intense stuff like I mean like you know Full disclosure, like it's a very like graphic, violent <laughs> show. Like a lot goes down, but if you're into that kind of stuff, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah, I agree. Uh, something I found really interesting about, or a really interesting characteristic about this show is that every episode starts with a symbol, which illustrates or wants to tell you something about what will happen in the show. Mm -hmm. So it acts kind of like a foreshadowing element while you're watching it so you're constantly looking for these symbols and what they actually mean mm -hmm. so how do you feel about this characteristic of the show and are you actually paying attention to these cues yeah i really like that aspect of the show honestly i didn't really notice it until i was like maybe three or four episodes in like i just thought it was like a fun thing that they threw in the beginning and then i was like hold on wait a second like mm -hmm. like they're kind of hints but they're like 
subtle enough to where you wouldn't be like over analyzing like every single scene to be like okay like am i looking for this or am i looking for this um but it does definitely end up like helping you understand like what's about to happen like even small stuff like i remember there was one where they showed like a matchstick on fire and i was like okay well like what kind of significance could that have but like it did end up being like super significant like you know everybody knows what you can do with matchsticks like you start fires but that ended up being like a really central thing and i think like even sometimes when they include these symbols in the beginning it doesn't necessarily have to happen in that episode it just kind of like gives you a forewarning of like things that might pop up in the future as well like as a result of things that happen in that episode so i think it's a really cool way to kind of like give viewers insight before they even like begin watching the episode pretty much um but i tend to like kind of keep myself like i said from like over analyzing every single frame because like i don't want to get distracted by the fact that i'm like quote unquote like supposed to be looking for something um but i think they're subtle enough to the point where you can like think about it but not be like super focused on it but yeah i think it's really cool i think it was a really interesting way for them to kind of like set up every episode and i probably should be paying more attention to them <laughs> but like i sometimes go back and like look at the things that they showed before the episode and i was like oh i remember that like that's important so mm -hmm. yeah i like it a lot i think that was that was a really cool thing that because i've never seen that on any other show like you were talking about before, how sometimes it's hard to pay attention to a show or a full episode when you have like other distractions. If there's like a boring um, scene, I definitely am the person to grab my phone. Yeah. So I feel like this is a way too of like keeping people engaged. Because sure. if there's like a little, like if it, there's a scene that's a little bit slower, mm -hmm. I'm still like, oh, I, I don't want to miss this little yeah. cue. I kind of want to put like uh, the dots together. Right. So talking a little bit more about the show itself i think it's really character driven and especially the main character marty it's it's really his story that we're following and and yeah. and his way of constantly getting into trouble right yeah uh so can you tell me a little bit more about the main character and what is interesting about him yeah i, don't, I just i think the fact that they've turned like such a normal position and such like a normal place in life like this guy who has like a sit down yeah. nine to five office job a family um they have two kids his wife um i don't know just the fact that they were able to turn something like so like bland and mundane and turn it into something that has like this completely elaborate backstory like getting involved with like people who you think like might be completely normal on the surface and then you find out like they're like international criminals <laughs> like mm -hmm. i don't know marty is just he he has gone through a lot so far already um but the fact that he's like continuing to push through with the business which i'm assuming he will still do like into seasons three and four as well um not that i like i, I don't i wouldn't say that i like relate to him but like i kind of admire the fact that he like has kept going um because in the beginning obviously like the, the prospect of like having this business and like continuing to launder money for the cartel was a very scary thing for him and he didn't know if he could like continue to push through. Money, that which separates the haves from the have-nots. Patience, frugality, sacrifice. Deciding to invest in your family's future and taking responsibility for the consequences he just deals with things as they come and like he's recruiting new people and 
I don't know. I just, I really like Marty a lot. I think, I would say that he's probably one of my favorite characters, um, but I do have other favorites as well that kind of get introduced as the story goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason this character is so successful is that he's played by a great actor, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Bateman. And besides Marty, the other characters who are central to this show is his wife, mm-hmm. Wendy, played by Laura Linney, who is kind of portrayed, portrayed as a villain. So we also get to meet their kids. It's very family centered Mm -hmm. and then of course we meet all the mexican gang gang members who are after him and other people he also seems to get into trouble with he has a habit of doing that yeah yeah so we talked a little bit about the show the symbols and the characters so what are your final thoughts on the show is this a show that people should sit down and watch or is it more of a play in the background show what do you think i definitely think people should like commit the time to like actually sit down and watch it like the episodes are a little bit long like i want to say they're like an hour long um some of them are maybe a little bit shorter maybe a little bit longer um but if you like action-packed stuff and just like constantly watching drama pretty much go down um then i would definitely recommend this show and i think it has a lot of really cool characters that you don't get to see as well um i mean one of the other characters that marty ends up like kind of partnering up with is this girl named Ruth. You gotta be kidding me. If I was kidding, I would have said you're witty and handsome. She lives in the Ozarks with her family. She's kind of like a little bit like like the stereotypical like hillbilly type, mm-hmm. like living in like the deep parts of the forest in Missouri. Like she has a really thick accent. And like in the beginning, I think they kind of set it up so that you like don't wanna like her. But then as the story goes on, like, she just becomes this, like, really, like, funny central character who, like, kind of involves herself, kind of involves herself for the wrong reasons, but it ends up being, like, really entertaining. And she's just, like, again, like, a really cool character. She's actually my favorite. But, um, yeah, totally recommend if you're looking for something that's maybe a little bit outside the box. I personally have never really watched a show like this before. Um, I mean, I do watch a lot of crime shows, but like more about like solving crimes rather than like committing the crimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's a really great show. I'm definitely going to keep watching it. I'm going to follow through all the way to the end. Um, I actually started watching it because my parents watched it before me. Like they were completely caught up with season three and then like season four just came out like a couple of months ago, I think. And they binged it and they loved it so i'm kind of going now to keep up with them like i originally started it to just be able to like talk about it with them but now i'm watching it on my own like i'm i'm really enjoying it so far so definitely recommend it if you guys are looking for something new to watch Mm -hmm. i think that too really tells something about the quality of a show yeah like if you're able to watch it with your parents and you both enjoy it i think that that says a lot about uh, how good the show is Mm -hmm. right now there is currently four seasons out on the show on netflix for anyone who wants to watch it and kind of rounding off i always like to ask if people have any other any recommendations so is there anything you want to share um I mean, I think it's kind of appropriate since I'm wearing her shirt today, but um, (laughs) I'm a huge Lord fan. Um, I'm actually going to see her twice in the next couple of weeks. Um, She has a show in Chicago on April 22nd, and then I'm also going with my best friend who lives in Minneapolis, and she has a show there on the 25th. Um, Yeah, I've just been, like, I've been big into her literally since Royals came out in, like, I don't even know when it was. It was so long ago now, like 2014, I Mm want to say it was. I love that, too. Yeah, so I've been a big fan of hers for literally years now. And I don't know, I've heard a lot of people 
kind of talk bad about her latest album, Solar Power, but I love it. Like, I, maybe I'm biased because I'm, like, kind of incapable of thinking that she produces, like, bad music. <laughs> like, I love everything that she puts out. Um, but, yeah, she announced the tour a couple of months ago. She just started, I want to say, in Nashville a couple of days ago. So kind of making a way around the U.S., and I think she's going to go to other parts of the world soon. So, yeah, I don't know. She's, like, one of my biggest musical, like, influences and inspirations, like someone I've loved for a really long time. So I think it's kind of prevalent now, like, since she's touring and, like, her music gets played on the radio a lot now, too, I think. I don't know. I would just really recommend that, like, people try out her music. Like, you might not think it's for you, but I would say that she's a pretty diverse artist as far as the songs and the music that she puts out. So if you're looking for new music, you know, you know I wouldn't say she's, like, underground anymore, but, like, if you've never listened to her, I would definitely recommend. It's great with a with a kind of local suggestion with her coming to Chicago. Yeah. So Emily, I want to thank you for coming to the show today to yeah. talk about Ozark, and thank you for listening to Marquette Radio's Annie Breakdown. My name is Juliana Okosun. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs>